wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Where do I want to go with this? There's been a resurgence in Olive Garden reportage, national level, thanks to my favorite reporter. I think, like, the best woman left in news. Maybe after Tony Kornheiser is kicked out, she, like, is subbing in for him. So first thing to remember, this is mm-hmm. Marilyn Hegarty in Grand Forks, and she's 85 and still writes every day. Okay, she's I, already, awesome I already love this woman. Yeah, and she basically, like, it's basically like swing time jazzy beats, the way that she writes. It's just to the point. It's different. <laughs> so things just flow, but gets a lot of info out there. So where she got national fame this last week was um, because Olive Garden finally opened in Grand Forks. Oh, and it's, coming to your town. Yeah. So we've been around Olive Gardens for a long time, and it's still pretty crazy there. Winnipeg plus Olive Garden yeah. equals chaos. Yeah, like if you yeah. want to go there, you better go a few hours ahead. Yeah, yeah you want to go for that lunch salad, salad and breadsticks and soup deal at lunch? Mm-hmm. That's every man for himself. Yeah. Basically, if someone says, let's go to Olive Garden, prepare yourself for some seafood at Red Lobster next door because you're not getting in. <laughs> You always show up and there's a That's so sad, true. There's a lot of sad souls out in the in the waiting room and yeah. you just automatically go into reflex mode. Oh shoot. How you start talking to people. How how long have you been here? And then you go talk to the host, hostess, and they're like, It's gonna be it's gonna be a while. Yeah, the valley you get the valley of like red beepers <laughs> outside. It's like a yeah. zombie crowd with red beepers all waiting for Olive Garden. Yeah. And and when that buzzes off it's just like everyone just looks and they're so hungry and they just look at that person with the buzzer thinking can i take him could i fight him could i get that red buzzer and get my sweet past on is that what you think carter you think if you could fight people (laughs) take away the beeper so anyway grand forks yeah so marilyn was smart she went in mid-afternoon for like a late lunch maybe an early supper but yeah for she went for a late lunch to avoid the crowds so she's looking at the soup and salad and breadsticks deal for well, about seven, well, eight she's bucks. For review, so. Okay. Like first, the decor. If you had to say one word to describe, if you had to pick one area to, to describe, describe the decor of an Olive Garden? Yeah, what would it be? Hotel lobby. Uh, Tuscan. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say Tuscan. We didn't. <laughs> I was going to say Tuscan or Sicilian yeah. because that's yeah. the only thing I could think of. Tuscan okay. farmhouse style with a welcome entrance <laughs> way. I don't even know what Tuscan means, but I was going to say it. Uh, so just she, listen she, to this description is just like she paints a picture. So how does she say it? Let's hear it. Well, okay. My booth was near the kitchen. I watched the waiters in white shirts, ties, black trousers, and aprons adorned with gold-colored towels. They were busy at midday, punching in orders and carrying out breads and pasta. Really sets the tone. Yeah, she really hits Precise. So now, now Precise. So now, so now you're there. I just love it. Now, this is what gets me a bit mad, though. So she didn't just get soup salad. I asked the server what would be recommended. She said chicken Alfredo, and I went with that. That's oh, fine. Oh, no. That's fine. But instead of the raspberry lemonade I wanted, she suggested I drank water, and I did. So Ooh. who would turn? What type of waiter says, no, don't get the raspberry lemonade at Olive Garden? 
Okay, first of all, she probably just filled up a water to be nice. Uh, may I recommend the water, ma'am? That doesn't even make sense. That's impossible. She probably just did complimentary water, but the lady was so confused at what was going on. She was she was thrown <laughs> she off 85. and distracted by the gold towels. The gold towels, is that new? I don't mm. remember gold towels. Mm-hmm. But why would you recommend water? And ch- Brent, really, chicken Alfredo's fine. It's a That's staple. Oh, okay. Marilyn liked it, and the server was ready with Parmesan cheese, which helps. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me when. <laughs> she put that in there? Yeah. Okay, let's hear some more. Uh, I want to take you throughout Grand Forks. Now we can focus on that, but that's getting a lot of news. Oh, Grand Forks sounds like the best place in the world. <laughs> looking through her, looking through her other write-ups from there. The from past just, sixty like, years. from recent times. I don't know if there's a large Italian community there, but let's go to Pizza Ranch. She did a review of Pizza Ranch. Yeah, have you been? No, but this lady does the best reviews already. Yeah, so Pizza Ranch is a pizza buffet, one of the several pizza buffets that I'll get to in Grand Forks. So the slices are narrow, so you can have many different kinds. There's a wide choice. This lady... For me, eating a Pizza Ranch was an adventure. Uh, Because you could try lots of different stuff. Yeah. I tend to choose pizza with cheese and pepperoni. I hear you. (laughs) (laughs) So plain. (laughs) I moved. There was more than just pepperoni pizza and chicken Alfredo. Yeah. And it was an adventure. I moved from the pizza table to the salad bar where I found the canned peaches, the canned peach slices appealing. I took a this half. I took a half glass of rules. Sprite. Just a half. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to pay extra, and I could fill the glass only half full. <sighs> then I found a comfortable booth where I waited friends because they were still getting lots. And she had her peaches and half cat because you get free pop if you pay ahead of time at this place, so I didn't <laughs> have to fill it up all the way. I'd like some canned peaches, please. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I kept eating and found myself going back for more and more pizza. I completely bypassed the chicken, mashed potatoes, and vegetable table. Another time, I told myself. Oh. Oh. She found Pe- the dessert table, the dessert pizzas. Oh. She, what does she have to say about dessert pizza? It was not sweet and gooey. So she liked it was a fu- it was fine. Oh, so she likes it kind of a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, she is eating canned peaches. I have so many questions for Marilyn. Yeah. She seems like she's really a fan of the the bland plain foods. Like it's a good thing there's not too many like Caribbean spicy restaurants in Grand Forks cuz as a food reviewer she may uh be forced to go there and I don't think she could handle it. I Marilyn, where do you stand on ice cream cake? Marilyn. Yes, settle Marilyn, along. Will argument. you marry me? <laughs> You're my kind of girl. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. She's getting national exposure now, so she might be too big time for us. Could she write a review of, like, getting LASIK? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she has advice. Like, it's this is just one. She writes, like I said, every day. So there's, like, just Ask Marilyn Day. There's Review Day. There's sort of just Deep Thoughts Day. I have to start following her. Mm -hmm. Does she tweet? We could tweet for her. Fake Marilyn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's a good idea, Brett. Okay. Carter, your new hashtag is the real Marilyn Haggerty. The real Marilyn Haggerty. Okay. And while you're on Twitter, make sure to follow us at twitter.com slash HCSW podcast. Shameless. And maybe even my new Twitter account. Have you guys been following that? Mm-hmm. Carter's dogs? No. No? No. Just let me give you some advice, though. It's for, pretty hilarious. Yeah. This is for the um, the Italian moon pizza buffet. So she has a... She likes her carbs. Marilyn likes her carbs. Yeah, but listen, this just before it even. The first line is the pizza tasted so good. I plan on returning to the buffet table for more, but I decided against it. Oh, but there it's is a, a limit to how much a person should or could eat. Some people can handle a lot. Others are moderate. <laughs> So she she goes on a diatribe about stomach size here. Yeah, just just some. <laughs> she throws some in a little common yeah. sense and yeah. a little bit of human decency. Hey, I came here for a review, not a lecture. Come on, Marilyn. I don't know. I like that she just gives a little. You know, Marilyn's seen a lot. Eighty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Writing daily. She's gonna know her stuff. Yeah. I love the style. I guess if maybe that's why people read newspapers then, because it's to the point. Because yeah, people knew how to write? Yeah. I wish, I hope we can be like Marilyn someday, still doing so, our little thing. So poignant. Mm-hmm. If we were like Marilyn, our episodes would be eight minutes. And all good. <laughs> now they're... 40 minutes and all good. If, if We'd have to write out our episodes. We'd have to write a script each week. Oh, I do that anyways for my sake. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, if you are one of these people who go to her site and you answer this poll question the wrong way, you can just go to hell because there is a vote going on right now. What's your favorite column by the Herald's Marilyn Haggerty? Well, Tuesdays, that reminds me. Wednesdays, the Eat Beat. Thursdays, Featuring her Dear Shirley letter, Friday's Marilyn column, including weekend events, Ask Marilyn and Cheerful Person of the Week, Sunday's Marilyn column, I'm undecided, I don't read her, or they're all my favorite. 33% of people say I don't read. So they go in there just to cause problems. What was Tuesday's called? I remember. That reminds me. Oh, yeah. That That sounds sounds like Trevor's favorite. That sounds pretty awesome. I think we're starting to defend the elderly. When did we not? I don't know. I think I didn't like them for a while. 
the old. But then you get a 1997 Bonneville. And, and your people whole start approaching you, and, and your whole perspective on being old changes. Even my dad said, "Once you get a car that size, Trevor, you're never gonna go back. <laughs> <laughs> never gonna go back." <laughs> I would love to see in one of those new what are they Scions or something? The really, yeah. the really small, uh, customizable a car. Scion. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Well, to be fair, it's not even, yeah. it's not even in your. Uh, thought process because you're just going big go big or go home i want my next car to be a cadillac <laughs> seriously <laughs> there's no way to go but up an well, old cadillac yeah. i don't know if they make the new ones oh no i'll get i'll get I'll, I'll get a slightly used one maybe it's rolled a few times i'll pay I'm about like 800 60s, bucks for it oh no 60s cadillac man uh, eventually i, I don't want to get in one of those i don't want classic yet i want just a nice old man car mm-hmm. well to be fair that's that's been influenced on you for a long time since you're like <laughs> Since you're an impressionable teen. It's from Frank? Yeah. My stepdad. He was a car dealer. Yeah, that's true. I And I did grow up in a Buick Park Avenue. It's tough. It's tough to go back. <laughs> Marilyn, I'll, I'll get, Mar- Marilyn, I'll get my Bonneville. I'll come pick you up. Yeah, that's the first thing. Once Trevor gets money from the music career, it's Cadillac. He's just been influenced too much. Pink Cadillac, Cadillac Ranch. It's just, just been. He's just been ready his entire life for one. I know it's destiny. Yeah, one day. Someday. You'll be together. I was dry. I was riding the bus, picking up a friend from the airport the other day, and I saw two Cadillacs in a row driving front and behind each other, and I was just like. What do I have to do to be there? What do I have to do to be that comfortable? Here I am sitting on a bus. There they are. Just Why are you on the bus? You... Oh, because driving to the airport in Toronto doesn't. You can't do it. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't no, exist. No, you just take, no you take you take the bus to the subway, and that's what you do because it takes about eight minutes and costs three dollars. <laughs> There's no other way. That's the awesome thing about transit here versus like you know Winnipeg. Okay. Is that it's just so good you have to take it. It's just so good that it's just there's no point. That's the whole that's why things work, you know, when they're good. Maryland could write about transit. Maryland oh Maryland could write about spacious automobiles. Oh. Reader in nineteen twelves asks, why not sugar beets? What's that mean? So last night I'm doing some cleaning around the house. And just trying to, you know, get rid of, throw some things out. You had a a shedding pussy. (laughs) Yes. So I had the little sticky out. And so I was like, you know what? All the change compartments are full. I'm going to, you know, separate the change, count the change, sort the change. And meanwhile, it's one in the morning. And I just had this weird compulsion to just go through the change. And I remembered that Janelle has a huge, giant change uh, coffee can. You know those things in the basement? Yeah. went through that, went through all the rolls. $100 $100 and change later. It's like the best feeling ever. I haven't like given any thought to change since I was like 10 years old or something like that. So it's just like, man, look at all these quarters. <laughs> that's not a Rich. lot. Of, that, only $100? Yeah, that's a huge amount. I thought maybe I had about $4 in change in this house. It's like $100. <laughs> And you just feel so rich looking through all... Look at all these dimes! <laughs> <laughs> you know... 
And it, I oh, just like, Carter, you've tapped oh. into a rich subject. <laughs> every guys, time, every time I go home to Dauphin. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. That's my mom's thing. My mom and I, because my mom's like, you know, gypsy witch. We get together <laughs> around the table, spread out a tablecloth, and we start sorting. Do you have an automatic sortner? Is this uh, like no, bonding no, time? No, no, no. You don't do that. You got to use your witch powers. It, it it keeps them refined. It's like building a puzzle at Christmas <laughs> with the family. Okay, yeah. Keep, keep your talents refined. So we sit down and we sort everything out, and then and then we have one of those little counter things where you put them all in the you know you put the dimes or quarters in this little stack, and it tells you exactly how many you need for a roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then you roll them. Oh. Mm. Sometimes we have to get moisturizer out because our hands get so dry from rolling from the papers. Oh, yeah. But when we do, and we get around, I, I'd say we get between 200 and $300 each time. Nice. Yeah. I guess does she still use, like, I never use cash. I, I'm just a oh, 100% debit yeah, guy. Yeah, no, Marge so. rolls cash only. Like, I don't yeah. think Marge has paid taxes in 60 years, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if, if you just roll cash, then, yeah, that's definitely... You have a lot of change, and she, and she doesn't. She keeps. She leaves toonies and loonies in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she it, once it's changed, it just goes in the bin, and that's it. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm trying to live my. Li- I'm gonna have a collection of change coming up soon, because I'm living my. I'm trying to change how I spend money. Okay. How, how so? A bit. So I figure four dollars a day on average is a fair amount of just spending on junk. But that includes. Now can you, like, can you save up it up? Yeah, w- yeah, build it up. What so do you, you consider can- junk? Like a comic book? A moon pie? A movie, whatever. Anything like we're just ra- spending. So $4 a day on average. <laughs> then you can so save up some sh- other stuff. So then I just, now I have in a drawer somewhere in this house is 30 stacks of four, 30 stacks of loonies. Of four nice. loonies. And just take one a you, day. You could save up and go to the pharmacy and buy a karma jolt. <laughs> I love this like this this makes so much more sense like 15 years ago where you'd go to the movie store and rent a movie with your loonies now like you get a movie on demand on your from your cable provider you just put like <laughs> the four loonies next to your cable box your satellite box four dollars a day though Brad is that not enough like that's just junk that's not like food well junk food okay but not like, yeah, like Going From out a to eat. Convenience store. Yeah, what if, if you go to a restaurant? What if you go to the Olive Garden? Well, if you, you just save up your four dollars. Like, if you go as a family, that's different. But if I go solo, that's out of your four dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Holy! Man so I started. I've gone back to I'm losing weight again because I've gone back to coffee lunch. I don't really like coffee, but a large cup of coffee sort of makes you sick, but not hungry. You have mental problems like I do. So you don't. <laughs> You're just as insane as I. Sometimes I think I'm more insane than you, Brett. Then you surprise me with coffee lunches. So you just eat breakfast and supper, no lunch. Mm. Yeah, if I don't, if there's nothing here that I can take for lunch, that mm. I can stand, then, then yeah, just yeah, tough it out. Coffee get a kind bit of dizzy. suppresses the appetite. Yeah. Nice. Now, what was I going to ask you about? Something changed. You pick up change off the ground, hey? What is if it's like on the dirty street and there's like a dime? Do you go for it? Rarely. Rarely? Okay. Rarely. What about a quarter? Oh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in for a quarter. 
<laughs> You're in on that. Yep. But now they have those fancy change machines at the grocery store. Yeah. And see, since I, I never roll change when I'm in Toronto. I think rolling change is a dolphin thing. Manitoba styles, you know? So yeah. here I just put all my change into like a red solo cup. Or a Dixie cup, maybe. Supermarket sweep. <laughs> and uh, and uh, when, when it gets full, I just go to the grocery store. And it's always like $38. I always have like $38 of change about once every two months, I'd say. Oh, man, like working in the grocery store, you can see those people a mile away. This guy is paying in pennies. Watch out. Like they bring their rolled change? Oh, yeah. Be like, we've got all this change i got to get rid of. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) And, like, meanwhile, yeah, it's just bad. Hmm. You strike me as maybe one of those guys. I know. I'd like to have, like, a beef with a a local vendor or something where, like, I don't know. We just got into a scrap or something. And uh, You always (laughs) fantasize about fights. You're the least likely person to ever have a fight. And you, you secretly have fantasy. Why don't you just go... Fight Club style and punch your <laughs> punch your neighbor. The Not old man go up to a verbal, him. Just a hit verbal him. jar. Like get out of here. You're shoplifted. I'm not shoplifted. And then get hit out him of here. And then so I'm gonna come in there with. Have you ever punched someone in the face, Carter? Can't say I have. You Been awful eat. close. But if, if we weren't on Skype though, sometimes you better watch out. I'll let you punch me in the face. Would you punch me in the face? I, I wouldn't do that to you, Trevor. Really? If I let you, we taped it. <laughs> Put it up on the blog. Yeah, I'll let you punch me in the face. No, it's okay. Brett, where do you stand on this? <laughs> I'm punching you. I think Carter needs to punch someone in the face. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I do it. We could tape it. You can give me a good shot. You wouldn't really? hit me that hard. No. Uh, Brett, you're not allowed to hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't punch you back or anything. I just think old uh, old Trevor Instinct would kick in from Barker School, <laughs> and then I have to watch out. That's where all the trouble started, elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your fighting, Trevor. Here. You've, you've, ever, you've punched people in the face, I take it? All of my fighting was as a kid. <laughs> I didn't care. I was too jaded by, you know, grade 7 to care about anything. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of missed out on the elementary school brawls. Ah, it's too bad. Yeah. Man, <laughs> no, when, you had, when you had a championship to defend every recess, you know, you had to work. Like I said, things got a bit more tamed <laughs> back. <laughs> you guys ruined it for the rest of us. To put bets on us. <laughs> There's some Michael Vick stuff going on here. Oh. <laughs> So just looking at the Grand Forks paper again quickly. There's some bad (laughs) Okay, so Trevor, you said that Buddy Holly was your guitar influence, right? Oh, my musical hero, yeah, when I was... Yeah, that's why you picked up a guitar. Pre-Elvis. I'm calling you out here. I think it was Brian Adams. Well, Brian Adams was a life-altering experience. Yeah? 
Now, didn't you go to his concert when you were like really young, like first row or something? I remember you telling me about this, and you're yeah. like, "I gotta, we gotta bring this up later." Well, me and some friends decided. I don't know why they wanted to go to see Brian Adams, but I sure did. I don't think they really wanted to. How old were you? Oh, high school, but early high school. Oh, geez, I thought you were younger than that. It was like maybe like grade nine or ten. Oh, nice. It was early high school, and. Trevor heard that Brian Adams was coming to town, and I mean, really, at this point of the time, like there was no other choice. I had to go, so I got two friends to go with me, and we got floor tickets, which was nice, but then everybody was sitting. So you go to a Brian Adams concert, and everybody is sitting down. No. On the floor. I what swear. tour was this? Was this like acoustic tour or something? No. And I swear, everybody was sitting down at the concert on the floor. It was like there was 200 chairs like neatly stacked and everybody sat on them properly. And then he came out and started swearing at everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say exactly what he said, but basically everybody should be standing up and running to the stage right now. And I had like I was on the aisle. Yeah. So I was the very first person to run. Like I ran 20 rolls past everybody right up to the front and got my ribs crushed for the rest of the concert. <laughs> oh, so people were getting into it. They just needed some... Uh, yeah, Brian just, had Brian. To, Brian just had to wake up the neighbors. <laughs> That's a true pro. He knows how to work the crowd. Yeah, he, I just came out and belligerently started swearing at people <laughs> and then told everyone to get up to the front. People, when I saw him during the room service tour, people knew better. They, they were just up immediately. Oh. Like, oh, we don't want to be uh, berated by Brian again. We're going we're gonna to do yeah. this right off the start. But the best part was of that trip was that the two friends that I went with, yep. one of them basically got like SARS or something. <laughs> like was die- It was like I thought she was – I think we almost had to go to the hospital. And the best part is that while she was like dying, we also were staying with my uncle, who is basically Eric Cartman, but grown up. <laughs> like, he, my uncle is Cartman. Is this the guy who said, honey, the Spice Girls are dead? <laughs> yeah, this is, the guy, ah, yes. this, guy, this is the guy that when he gets into the car, he's like, let's turn on the gunners. Like, he's like, just about like. <laughs> it's, Eric Cartman, but grown up. Yeah, loves the Flyers. Loves the Flyers so much. He is a grown up Eric Cartman. So, well, my friend is on the floor dying. From like swine flu or something. Yeah, the uncle's just like going on a rant about something, and he like he was like we like we're driving to the show, and he's like, you know, I'm just gonna take you out to the side of the road and shoot you. You're so sick. <laughs> <laughs> but she made it through the concert, and then like had basically fell into a coma for three days <laughs> on like a basement floor. Oh, it was nasty. But Cartman uncle was there. It, the whole experience was just a, like grade nine kids going to winnipeg experience you know just had it all we should get my uncle on the show (laughs) he's so good we'll just call him up he'll just be on he's a man of the tech yeah oh yeah so what's wrong with brian adams Nothing's wrong with Brian Adams. I just I just remember you had some good stories when you went into Winnipeg. Brent has a personal vendetta against Brian Adams. He's not a fan? We've been through this. <laughs> <laughs> on the show or just in person? Yeah, on the show, the video, co- the video thing. Oh, was, yes. yeah. <laughs> you, you, Brent holds grudges, man. Like, one of these days, I'm going to make Brent mad and he'll never speak to me ever again. He'll be but. saving up his $4 a day to buy a big knife. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he'll like invite me. We're gonna make peace on this gravel road a mile away from anybody. And then I'll show yeah, up and Brett, be there why with is this big knife on your stabbing road where you get stabbed in the stomach? The gravel road. Why is there a hospital one mile at the end of the? <laughs> I don't know about a lot of hospitals that are built on gravel roads. It's like you're just in the middle of a gravel road and there's a hospital. It's so good. <laughs> oh. Now, when you told when you what? told me about the Brian Adams, I remember we were in Boston Pizza in, in Dauphin, and there's another story you you tagged along to it too that I I quite enjoyed. Oh no, the Richie Sambora guitar, <laughs> and the nightmare you had to go through to obtain it. Oh, it's not that. It's I don't even remember it, but it was like six months of waiting for a guitar. Just calling the store every day. Is it there yet? Is the guitar in? No. They had Which even guitar? Order. They didn't even order it. But the thing about this guitar store is that they lied to me. They took my money and then they waited till there was enough other orders for guitars to make a placement because it was cheaper for them. So did they take all your money or just a down payment? No, they took it guitar? all. I paid for the whole thing, I'm pretty sure. Holy crap. I wanted that guitar so bad. Isn't that like a... Probably a nine hundred guitar dollar guitar back in the day too. Yeah, I, I bucked up and they just sat on it. They didn't oh. even order it. They, you know, it's it's free shipping if you get three guitars from the Fender. Lying store or bastards, lying to uh, a kid. Don't who just no. wants to get his Bon Jovi on. That's right. Oh man, isn't that basic guitar store etiquette though? It's like who would be the worst? So guitar like music store people are the worst. <laughs> yeah, well, I know guitar no. shop people are terrible. What about comic book? I was gonna say maybe guys. worse. Well, they're definitely. I don't know if I like my comic shop guy, but the other ones have had to deal with. But guitar people are just out to like they're they're malicious about it. It's like comic book people are probably just in, like if you're owning a comic book store, it's because you want to sit and read comics all day. <laughs> yeah, so you might not be competent, but. What's guitar people's excuse? Oh, they're just angry at the people that are buying the guitars too. Because they want. Why, why are they angry? Because they grew they up. Want. They grew up being a classic guitar player or something, and they have to listen to get people's first guitars for them. So it just mm. turns into ways to. You just look at everyone like they're just need to be grifted. Yeah, there's some grifting. There's a lot of judging and a lot of grifting in a guitar store. <laughs> Man, I could be good at that. <laughs> but you have you have to put up with so much. You have to, those soundproof rooms aren't soundproof enough. You just have to hear a metalhead shred all day. Oh, oh! I remember the worst was when the three of us went to a music store and uh, Trevor wanted like a nice acoustic pedal or a volume pedal. <laughs> And so he was trying to play it, and so Eddie Van Halen was next to him, and he's just going crazy for about 25 minutes, and we just had to leave. Couldn't hear the sweet tones of your soft guitar playing there. Sucked. The, uh, I think the people they hate the most are the, like, you know, like, the dentist who comes in and spends, like, seven grand on a guitar he's never going to play. <laughs> I think that's what they hate. You know, the guy that gets the custom shop, Les Paul, and then, like... Yeah plays a C chord on it. This is good. And I'm looking good. for the Eric Clapton guitar. Yeah. And like it's never gonna like if it gets scratched they'd be hurt, you know? They're probably gonna hang it on their wall. You don't think they hate the kids who uh 
who I just like would like the new bands and stuff like that. I could <sighs> see the older guys just hate that. I Yeah, they gotta. Gotta hate the children, I guess. Who I think the better question is who do they like? <laughs> I think maybe like the local musician act, basically. Yeah, this yeah. guy who's really good. You you go see him on Tuesdays at this bar that all the musicians go to. That's who <laughs> they like. That's all they yeah. like. Uh, you could never work there, Trevor. Then, because if, if you hate anybody, it's musicians. Yeah, I could be a man of the people, though. Yeah, I could teach you how to play that simple plant song there, little kid. Enthusiastically, I would say that sentence. Okay, maybe not. I'd do anything Just double T